Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's John Deere Classic. Joining me to break it all down, Mark Immelman is here. Hello, Mark. Hello, Rick. How are you? Welcome to uh, Moline, Quad Cities, Iowa, wherever we are. It's rainy um, and it's it's cold, surprisingly cold, which is nice in the summertime. Yeah, it was raining on the golf course today, which was yeah. seemed a little bit annoying, but the golf course was receptive. The guys went out there and shot some low scores as expected. Yes. Are you just trying to be nice because you know I'm in a bad mood? Is 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 that what's going on? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> you had Emiliano Grillo uh, in wow. your now. I will tell you if it is any consolation, and I don't, I don't think it will be because I know how much, how seriously you take this. You and I are both big losers tonight because I had Adam Hadwin, and we will, we will both miss the cut. We will both get zero, and we will both watch everybody else with Russell Henley and Denny McCarthy make up ground. Rick, I love you like a little brother, but that is zero consolation <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, but look, to, yeah, to, uh, to the conditions, there's barely a breeze out right now. The golf course is, you know, the rain that was falling was sort of aggravating, um, but nothing that made the game really hard. Um, and the golf course is receptive. The greens are pure. Uh, they really are rolling so well. And so it's there to be had. And and you saw some of the scores and stuff. And and I feel like there's more of it coming over the weekend. So whoever wants to win this thing has just got to keep the pedal down. Yeah, certainly. We saw lots of low scores on Friday. Real quick before we jump into the, the notables here in the top of the board. Hat tip to JT Poston. 68-67 uh, hmm. on Thursday and Friday in his title defense. Mark, it had not been a particularly fruitful year for Poston. He's missed three of his last four cuts. His last stroke play top three. 30 was at the Valspar, but a little bit of good vibes around TPC Deer Run, and he's going to be likely inside the top 20 heading into the weekend. Yeah, I was uh, on a preview show, <clears throat> pardon me, with HQ earlier this week, and so they asked about JT, the defender, and I'm like, look, there's a couple things, in my opinion, that are going in his favor, and the first is you're coming back to a happy hunting ground and you get there and, and people are welcoming you back and you drive in, you know, PGA tour events, they've got pictures of the defender splay, uh, splashed all over the show. And so, you know, that helps the confidence. Some you sort of look at that and go, you know, that was me. And, um, and all of these golfers are like one good shot away from a, a good score. Again, uh, on the other side of the coin is tip sometimes one bad shot because the mind changes so much, but to JT, his mind is kind of like Dustin Johnson-ish in a way. He just is, is so unflappable, and he just takes golf sort of with a grain of salt. And so because of that, I was like, well, look, coming back to a place with great greens, he's read them well. He shot my, he was miles under par, yeah, 26 or something last year. So if he finds the groove on the greens, I think he'll be fine. Because if you look at the ball striking numbers, um, you could talk to this better than me, but he looks solid. 
You know, he's putting the ball in position, just was not converting. And you miss one or two short putts, and that adds up very fast. So, you know, good vibes, unflappable sort of guy. You know, he's going to come back to a place where he can roll it. Um, yeah, it's. I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but, you know, then again, I'm kind of surprised. So, so it's, it's just cool to see. He's our 2022 champion. Our 2021 champion, Lucas Glover, shot a 65 that Mark gave us the warm and fuzzies this morning because he was seven under through his first 11 holes. And the big difference for the glove is the broomstick. He's been using this long putter for the last couple of weeks. He was asked afterwards, what's been the change in your play as of late? He did not hesitate. He said the putter. He says he feels a lot more confident in it, which as we all know, Confidence with the flat stick is not something that Lucas, Lucas Glover has had in excess during his career. Yeah, well, something to bear in mind is I don't care whether you're Lucas Glover or whether you're Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy or one of those guys. You know, the performance of the putter has a strange way of flowing through the bag. And it has a curious influence on the iron game that then knocks on to the off the tee play. And, and when you're around the greens, you feel like you've got to hit it so close because... You know, you can't make short putts and that puts pressure on you. So it just ramps up the pressure throughout the game. And I've long maintained this, that um, the biggest barometer for a, where a guy's game is, is, is how does he playing under pressure? And then, um, you know, pressure exposes weakness. And so if you're putting poorly and you can't make short putts, that affects everything. I don't care how good you strike it. And Lucas, look, he's, he's a really good striker of the ball. So, so um him finding a groove in the green is very cool because there's nothing. And I tell you nothing like being somewhat borderline yippy on the greens because yeah. that green looks tiny, man. And I don't care. I don't care what you do. It's just almost impossible to make putts. You can get there. I've, I've worked with golfers before on the practice green and they're fine. But then you add some pressure and you've got five feet on the first to save par and you miss. And it's like, oh, here we go again. So it's a mental battle too. So I'm, I'm glad to see the physical adjustment of the broomstick has helped him obviously on the scorecard, but helped him um, inside of the head and in the emotions too. Eight under par for the tournament for Lucas Glover. He moves up at least 32 spots. A uh, couple of guys still out on the golf course, but a big move from Glover on Friday is going to be five shots off the pace heading into the weekend. Also five shots off the pace. Peter Quest, Mark, who's having himself a good couple of weeks here and barring a disaster, this week will end in special temporary membership status. He got very close last week and he is 66 60 or excuse me 67 67 through the first two rounds as of this moment inside the top 10 yeah i'm gonna do it it's friday it's friday night um here we go, here we go. sorry yeah. peter sorry in advance peter yeah well you and i got him at the top 40 which i thought was ludicrous that the bet was so good um because like I, I was glowing about the guy last week and he's always been a good player you don't you don't fall into ten wins in your senior year in college at BYU. You got to have some game, and uh, he's got game, and now he's got a chance. And luckily for him, his form is good. You know, you can come in with a massive resume and not be playing well, and then you waste those starts. But he's playing solid, and he's coming off a a big finish last week, T four, I think it was, and and the conditions are very much the same. This course course is a lot more hilly than last week in Detroit. But the grass, the temperatures, the way the ball flies, it's all the same thing. So I think it's rinse and repeat. And the way he gets it, the way it's a driver, 
with receptive greens. I, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to him just continuing the onslaught over the weekend. Yeah, he's got a couple of uh, benchmarks in line. Hey, he wants to win, but also let's get a let's get a tour card and a lot of other things on the line for Peter Quest. Ludwig Aberg, Mark, 10 under par through ter- two rounds, thanks to a Friday 64 that had uh, three birdies and one bogey on his outward nine. That was the second nine on the golf course. And a bogey-free 30 on his mm-hmm. second nine. Now, I will note, uh, I could just rewind this back to last week. Friday of last week, he was very much in the thick of things. He was one over par around Detroit Golf Club over the weekend, and he dropped outside the top 30 or top 40, whatever that finishing position ended up being. I think we're, we're going to get a different result this time around. He's a quick study. Look, he's a talented kid. Uh, we know that. He's a very together young man. I've I've gotten to speak with him. I now know that. He's so very poised. And so he's going to be a quick study. And I'm sure last week, you know, playing in what was it, the second to last group maybe or the third to last group um, Sunday, or um, th- that was an eye popper because stuff is just different. I don't care how, what your game is like. It just feels, it hits differently. And so I'm sure it'll be like, okay, I'm now used to this sort of stuff because it's different to the other events he's played in. And now he's like, okay, that that's another little um, bit of information I can just tuck into the back pocket so I can glean and use that uh, when the pressure gets up. So no, I wouldn't think now this weekend that he does the same thing. Barring an aberration, I feel like he probably puts a few more... Uh, a few couple, a couple few good rounds under par. It, it remains to be seen because look, uh, there are very few folks that have won as early as what he's lining up a win on tour. I mean, there's Tiger. Uh, I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. So it's it's un. It's, I wouldn't say it's uncharted territory, but it's pretty much uncharted. So there's a long ways to go, but he is coming in here with some experience after last week's misstep. The ten under par score for Ludwig Aberg is going to be three shots off the lead. That lead held by Cameron Young, who went out early and followed up his Thursday 65 with a Friday 64. Mark, the big difference uh, is is the putter here. So he is now 11th in strokes gained putting for the week. That's kind of been his bugaboo in the last two months or so, but an opportunity to really get his season back on track build a lot of confidence because this is this is a a peak week we're getting out of Cam Young. This is everything we expect to see out of him. Yeah, and again, it's just evidence of how good these guys are because he really, really has been struggling on the greens. And all of a sudden, with a week off last week, goes and finds something. He's gone to that pencil-style grip with a right hand on the greens. And the bit I've seen, the speeds look good. The ball's starting online, so so it's all it's all sunshine lollipops right now for for Cameron Young. So uh, it, it's a good place to be, and and his timing couldn't have been any better. I tell you what, because this week you get yourself a big result. Um, I think he's somewhere in the forties in the FedEx Cup rankings, so he's pretty much guaranteed the playoffs. But you know, he's the kind of guy that should be thinking higher than that, and you know, potentially getting into contention for the whole bank shoot in Eastlake at the end of the year. So the timing is good. And now it's time to not necessarily accelerate, but just keep building, keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, stay in the present. Don't project uh, tomorrow afternoon when you make a bogey or two and go, my goodness, what's happening. 
just keep hitting shots. Keep reading putts. Keep doing your thing. Uh, because after this, um, I'm not sure if he's in the field next week. But in the Open Championship last year, he had a shot. I mean, he finished second with Rory behind Cameron uh, Smith. So he's going back to the Open Championship in Hoylake. It's going to place a little suit him too. So a little uh, confidence since uh, one good finish could do him a world, a world of good as we line up the end of the season. Cam Young, not in the field next week. Uh, so I guess the next time we see him will be the Open Championship. He starts the week 49th in the FedEx Cup standings, uh, currently projected with those first place points, 19th. So obviously a big jump there. Uh, he's going to be your leader heading into the weekend, but we did have some late movers. We'll talk about those guys and take a look at the odds board. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. 13 under sets the pace. Adam Schenken at 11. Brenton Todd in at 11. And Garrick Higo Mark in at mm -hmm. 11 under par. 65-66 for the first two days. And I think you deserve to be on the payroll at this point. I was thinking that when we landed earlier and I saw him going deep. I was like, yay, boy, what's going on? But but he's, he's such a curious case because, you know, he's long. He's a little erratic, I would say, off the tee, but he chips and puts it great. And, and when his confidence is going on, he can win anywhere. We've we've seen him in the past in the European Tour rip off a few victories in a row. So he's that sort of a guy, and and he had that sparkle in his eye that we talked about in our preview a preview show, the pre-game on Tuesday, where we spoke on the range in Detroit. He goes, man, uh, I, I need a little uh, mojo here. So I'm like, well, here I am, kind of thing, because I was alongside him when he won during Congaree a couple of seasons ago, and he goes, I'm ready. The game feels good, and lo and behold, yeah, we are. And, and yes, there's one thing that you can know from players is if a lot of them, they'll sort of give you in the media, they give you the spin, if you will. But, you know, the, the hitter knows. And if they say, like, the game's good, I'm ready, go with what they're having to say. And, and he looked confident in what he was doing. And I feel like some weekend golf last week has just kind of galvanized what he was doing. And so... I look forward to see how he goes over the weekend. He's been long and he's been accurate off the tee this week. Uh, he's averaging, believe it or not, 325 yards off. No, the he's tee. long. He can hit it. He's it's, a little long hitter. And he's only missed six fairways. So 19th in distance, sixth in accuracy, added all up. First in strokes gained off the tee. He's going to be two off the pace. Uh, Denny McCarthy is wrapping up his round now as we speak. He's playing his final hole of the day. And Mark, it looked for a moment like Denny was going to have a trip home tonight because he bogeyed nine, he doubled 10, and the cut line was very much in jeopardy. He then rattled off five birdies in a row, tacked on another at 17, and he has got himself right back in the mix of things. And you know what he has done? He has now thrown a big wrinkle in Captain Zach Johnson's plans. Yeah. Because, you know, oftentimes you see the, the Ryder Cup, the incoming Ryder Cup captain play with these players and get a feel for who they are. And you know what they like when they're good, but you want to know what they like when they're not so good. And he didn't have his best stuff today. And all of a sudden he finds the moxie, the wherewithal, whatever you want to call it, to just kind of change the attitude, you know, make better decisions, hit some quality shots, and then most importantly, make putts on top of those to turn them into birdies. And, you know, we know match players essentially 
a putting contest, really. So <laughs> I'm sure Zach Johnson is like, oh, shucks, this guy really is good. And um, look, it's cool to see because I'm a, I'm a Denny fan, and I've said so after the memorial. I, I was very impressed by the way he played there Sunday. So um, I'm not at all surprised that he did what he did. Leads the field in putting in round two. Imagine that. <laughs> second overall for the week and he still has a hole to play here so he could even tack on uh a bit more if he can uh roll one in on 18 so uh josh fire that odds board when you're ready here but let me just uh talk through this here for a second mark because we've got 36 and some change to go for a couple guys out on the golf course right now cam young with a two-shot lead over shank higo and todd three back is aberg and bill mal william mal how about that along with uh a gaggle of golfers at nine and eight under par. So it's shaping up to be kind of a log jam. Lots of birdies are going to be flying uh, over the course of the weekend. And, and you're going to have to continue to get those putts to drop, continue to give yourself as many opportunities as possible. Yeah. I'm keen to see really what the weather forecast or how it pans out, because typically the years past that I've been here uh, in the morning, you can get out and just absolutely shred this place. And then in the afternoon, sometimes if you get some sunshine and some breeze, it can firm up enough where it's no guarantee. Look, you can still make birdies, but it's not open season where you're hitting and the ball's landing by its pitch mark. It's not ripping back on the greens. You can play from the rough a little bit, and it's receptive enough to be able to do that. So you see the 62s and 3s and stuff going on. But if the weather stays as, as it is, and it's sort of like – gloomy there's not much sun not much sunshine out right now no breeze um i don't think there's an advantage to anybody so it's just going to be like who goes out there and, and hits the best shots and and makes the putts and such and uh it's it's going to you're going to have to accelerate you can't be rash because i still feel like 66 or 67 if you're in contention is a good score you don't want to go out there and make the uh the unwarranted bogey because you're making silly decisions because you feel like you, you're kind of getting behind the eight ball. You still just got to play because 36 holes is a lot of golf still. The odds makers in Vegas love what Cam Young is doing and love that two-shot lead. He is plus 180 to win the 2023 John Deere Classic. Adam Schenk, six and a half to one. Brandon Todd and Ludwig Aberg at 10 to one. Denny McCarthy, who's got a 17-footer for birdie on 18. He'll probably just make that. Why not? 12 to one with Garrick Higo, Mark. So uh, the odds makers certainly like Cam, Cam Young's chances of breaking through and getting that first career victory. Yeah, um, look, it, it's all pointing in that direction, but he hasn't won on tour yet. Now, look, I'm not discounting him. I'm just stating facts. Um, I'm looking in behind him. Now, Adam Shank hasn't won, but he's playing well. And uh, we all talked about him. I think you got him as an outright as well. The way he's playing right now in that little tumbly draw that he hits, that fits this place like a hand in a glove. So okay. I think that's a good number there for him, uh, plus 650. Um, Ludwig, who knows? I think if you want to sprinkle something over there, that's worth your while. But I'm looking down there at McCarthy and Higo both. Uh, they're both putt greats. Um, they might be in out in front of the leader some, post something. And then uh, both of them are kind of proven. They've been around some. So uh, I think both of those bets are worth a little uh, flutter. Well, in 24 hours, we will do it all again after round three to see uh, the latest update of this John Deere Classic and give you a preview heading into Sunday. For now, big thanks 
uh, to producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. Mark Immelman, Mark, stay dry out there. Have a good time. We're going to keep an eye out for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I look for, I really look forward to this event, you know, flying in here was great fun. Um, the people are just so friendly and the folks from John Deere, the volunteers show out on mass. It's a fun golf course and it looks like we sh it's shaping up to be a bit of a chase. So I'm looking forward to the show. You can find Mark on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.